0: Hi, Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is from Shawna Koresh. Shawna Koresh may be known by many of us as the clicker training lady, but she really is the take it out of the textbook and put it in the barn lady. Shawna uses scientifically proven training and teaching methods, removes the science weenie language, and gives horse folks like us amazing tools with which to improve our horses' behavior and performance her reward reinforcement training system dramatically accelerates the training process for any breed or discipline by unlocking the horse's natural desire to perform. What results is an incredible bond between human and horse, a partnership based on success. And as if that weren't enough, she's one of the nicest people on the planet to boot. Today's tip, preserving and improving your horse's psychological health. But first, a word from our sponsor, EquestrianCollections.com. The equestrians' favorite trinity of fourth-quarter shopping opportunities is upon us. Winter weather, winter show circuits, and winter gift-giving. No worries. Just surf on over to EquestrianCollections.com. There, you'll find an astounding array of name-brand blankets and outerwear for winter weather, splendid show clothes for winter circuits, and innumerable goodies for gift-giving. Equestriancollections.com Bringing the whole universe of equestrian shopping to your fingertips. Now, enjoy today's tip. Our best buddy and pal, Shauna Koresh, is here to learn us about horse psychology. (laughs) What what do you have for us in the horse psychology realm today, Shauna?
1: Well, what learning we're going to get today (laughs) is um, one of the things that I think that, you know, I see a lot with horse people, and and I can be just as guilty of it, too, sometimes, is we tend to think so much about their physical well-being. You know, they've got this, we've got footing, we've got their sound, they've got their supplement, all the things we do to take care of them. But we kind of forget sometimes about their psychological well-being. so it's And it's something that is huge. You know, they did a test one time where they've given animals free food and then they taught to the animals the same animals to hit a lever for food and then they gave them the option free food and the lever for food they tended to ignore the free food and go to the lever for food i mean that to me is Interesting. really telling yeah it is re i think it's really amazing to me but it shows me that how much they want to psychologically they wanted to work for that they wanted to do something to earn that and i found that horses over and over are so much better if we or any animals, frankly, because, I, I, you know, the marine mammals, too. But if you can do things to help balance out their life psychologically as well. So sometimes it's changing their environment, change where you work them. If you're always on the trail, sometimes work them in the ring. If you're always in the ring, definitely get out on the trail. Go do different things. You know, don't always do the same thing. Also, toys are what we, at SeaWorld, we call them environmental enrichment devices. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's like Amazing. that. It's that fish. It's that fish iceberg lollipop that they give the polar bears at the zoo.
1: Exactly, and I've actually there's a thing on my blog where I made carrot stew. I called it where I put molasses and water in like a rubber tub, and I cut up carrots in it, and I put it in the freezer, and I gave it to them in their buckets, like in their stalls, oh, and wow. you know gave them a, a, you know a half hour of negotiating. What is this? What do I do with it? What do I? You know, and so it's a mental stimulation. Yeah. And also another thing, we tend to put, like, the jolly ball in their stall, and we leave it there for two weeks or or, or two years, frankly, yeah. and we, they don't even see it anymore. So if you kind of take it out for a little bit, introduce mm-hmm. them to something else, it, it kind of helps to keep it fresh and new so it's still got some, some power to them or some interest in it.
0: So whenever – and that, that kind of surprises me, the results of the – of the um, research with the horses because I never associate a grazing prey, I guess a a horse horse isn't a prey animal because he gets preyed upon. He's the... Right.
1: He's a prey animal. He's he's a a prey animal.
0: I don't associate an animal like that that has that type of hardwiring as an animal that working for their food would appeal to them it makes sense for me for a dog because a dog pursues its prey it works Mm -hmm. to get to the prey whereas a horse he's just wandering along and it arrives in front of his face but obviously through this research he's going oh this is cool i can i can hit the lever and get the food hit the lever get the food hit the lever get the food obviously even with the type of hard wiring that a prey animal has um mental stimulation that is there's some kind of a psychological challenge and then some kind of a physical reward at the end of it is extremely appealing
1: it's exactly and it's just it's a it's really it is And i think we forget about that because we you know we kind of think oh all their needs are met because of their physical thing and right. and there's a lot to that and it, and it, the more you do to take care of it and address it and give them jobs and even teaching them like you know of course i do the positive reinforcement training but even teaching like The horses just to pick their feet up, you know, on their own. You know, something kind of simple and and Mm -hmm. minimal, it enriches their lives and it enriches their, it takes care of a psychological need in there that we kind of tend to dismiss a little bit. So I, I think it's really great. And you think of there's times, I mean, we've all seen the horse who's grazing in a paddock full of grass and he's down on his knee with his head craned under the fence reaching, you know, (laughs) stress is always greener. (laughs) Yeah. And I think there's something in that same whole mentality that says, But but I can do this or I can try this or so I just think it's uh it's it's great if we can really think about the bigger picture and not take it for granted that that all their physical needs are met, thereby everything is good. You know, this can help prevent the things like the weaving and the cribbing and the,
0: the you know, it
1: doesn't mean they're all going to go away, but it gives them something to help keep them and you know stimulated right and you know i worked with john and B V madden that's where i first started my training and john would have every horse that came in the barn get bridge conditioned where clicker trained and target trained and it's because he felt like it made them gave them a better attitude even under saddle Mm -hmm. even just to do a little thing that was simple you know to us it just seems silly almost but to them it was it was it was just a different dynamic to their life, so I, yeah. I think it's really important. And yeah, try it out with your horse and see yeah. what you think. But I think that you're going to find that it's uh, it, it gives your horse a, a fresher attitude and, and more interest in what you're doing all
0: the time. So we're going to do a scenario because I love scenarios. Okay. We're gonna have <laughs> we're gonna have Jane today. Okay. And Jane rides Penelope, <laughs> and Penelope is a been there done that show hunter been there done that million times but she's not mm-hmm. a school horse she's jane's special mare mm-hmm. and penelope of late has kind of gotten humdrum about life she just doesn't have a whole lot of spark because frankly penelope's been there and done that she's really not all that interested so <laughs> time. right as jane as a college-aged Reasonably competent rider. What might be some things she could do with Penelope, the been there, done that, dependable show hunter? What are some things she could do with that horse that would create some specifically mental stimulation? Because there's lots of things she can do physically. I mean, she right. can take her out, and gallop her, and this and that. But something that would genuinely challenge both Jane and Penelope mentally and really kind of stimulate the brain cells to wake up a little bit?
1: Well, you know, sometimes there there are physical things that also, I mean, because there's a lot of mounted things you can do that aren't, you know, big, giant changes, but you could do things like doing something that is you know would be out of your genre. You know, so so she's jumped 800 jumps on this nice figure eight through the middle of the ring, and sometimes you see those horses, if you ask them to do something else, they won't do it because they're like, this is my routine. You know, mm-hmm. and they're really about change and not really responsive, but the um, but you could do things like just you know set up some cones and teach her to back through the cones. Ooh. You know, it's, not, it's yeah. not as physically challenging. I mean, there's physical elements to it, she's got to listen to the aids to get a little better, right? But she's got to kind of think through that. So, like, something like that, you could do. Teach her, I'm to going to, to try that go- with
0: Beaker. I'm writing that one down back through <laughs> the cones. I like that one because you're right there, physically, there's not a whole lot to it, it's taking steps back. But right. mentally, that's way outside of the realm of pretty near any horse that is ridden in any English discipline. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. We just don't do that. And maybe, you know, the Western horse who always does this, maybe they should start going over, you know, or they always do another thing. Maybe they should start going over some ground rails, you know, and get their horse thinking about, you know, oh, uh-oh, I have a new thing to think about. So there's a lot of things like that in the ring or just, you know, even asking your horse to walk painfully slow. You know what I mean? It's almost mm-hmm. halting like a bride walking down the aisle. That's mm-hmm. challenging for them. And then have them go faster and then slower right. and then serpentine, mm-hmm. you know, so change up things under the saddle. I think that under saddle is really great. And, of course, doing things out on the trail or in a different environment or just riding someplace, you know, just ride in the parking lot of your barn or whatever it might be mm-hmm. that you can you can change up what you're doing. So it's unexpected. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of things, like I said, you can offer them toys, bring them toys. You can teach them to fetch and play with balls. I would actually do it with the positive reinforcement. So you're kind of... And the positive reinforcement, it, when you start teaching them to do something where they have something in it for them and utilizing the positive reinforcement, you can just teach them to touch a target. You can mm-hmm. teach them to go chase the balls. You can get teach them to retrieve balls. They... because there's something in it for them they really get engaged in that and that's a that's a
0: great one for the the more fractious personalities
1: yes because yeah that's a great idea there is that horse who is more fractious and more worried about stuff when you start developing that relationship by playing games with them and doing things for positive reinforcement when they start it helps them to build their own confidence and boldness and you'll find that that shifts to under saddle as well and i mean it's huge It's, it's amazing to me because it's I started with the marine mammals, and they're all you know—they're all done with positive reinforcement from the get-go. And then I started mm-hmm. working with horses, and, and I'm usually called in for an issue. You know, it's they're they're bad but about
0: folks. Folks never call you when things are going well, do they?
1: <laughs> Not so much, you know. And that's kind of too bad. But sometimes that that issue gives me a you know portal into what they're doing, and then they start to see. And this is where it kind of started. I come in, I'm dealing with you know, bad paddock manners or bad about their feet or, you know, bad canner departs or whatever it is. And so I come in and I deal with that. And then the people always report back. And I've seen it myself that he's better about everything. And now I use it for this and I use it for this and I use it for this because it really changes the dynamics of the relationship. So yeah. it's, a, it's a huge thing. And, and once if I could get everybody to do it for a day, they would be hooked on it because it is—it makes that big of a difference that quickly in your relationship, and it's really awesome. But even if you're just a little intrepid, you want to start small. Teach them just to pick a speed up. You can do it in a stall, even. It doesn't have to be a big—I got to make this big production. You know, do it for five minutes in stall. Just teach them to pick each of his legs up. Teach them to touch. You know, the you know the target in the corner, or a, you know a ball in the corner, and, and you'll just. You'll just see that he, it, it does a lot for his, his mental well-being. And he's fresher and more responsive, and more listening when you go to do your
0: routine things, too. Right. He won't, it will help lessen the ho- horses develop selective hearing just like older couples do, <laughs> and it will help decrease that. So we've got right there really great things to do with um, younger or more fractious personality horses. Mm -hmm. Things to do with your staid and true and older horses that spend lots of time under saddle. Um, Great stuff right there. And I'm sure this tip will cause lots of thoughts and questions from our listeners. So where can folks go on the interweb to communicate further with Shauna Karesh and all of her nifty training techniques?
1: I think the easiest one to spell is going (laughs) is because you can always go to shaunakoresh.com. But AskShawna.com is a really easy spell. It takes you right into the website, and you can navigate around from there.
0: That's awesome, Possum. as usual. Thank you so very much for stopping by with your great tips, and we'll see you next time, Shauna. It's been a pleasure. Thank you, Jennifer. Well, there you go. To listen to all of Shauna's tips, just go to Horsetipdaily.com and go to the Experts drop-down menu on the left. You can also go to askshauna.com. That's our website with a great blog to boot. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place where you can post topics that you'd like us to cover. You can subscribe to all of the great shows on the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zoom and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zoom, or MP3 player. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse! The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.